Oh, wait, wait, wait. I showed this to Ben earlier as we're starting. Hold on. You guys get to hear it too. I added a little intro tune for us that I can play live for all of you to hear. Hold on. I'm very excited. Here we go. Yeah, so that happened. Um, anyways, I don't know. I got I got very excited about the possibility of doing that. Oh, that's anyways, great. guys, uh, it's been a while. Uh, it's nice to talk to you guys. Um, so this is going to be a little miniature um, recap and explanation of why I think it's been six months since we actually last played D and D together. Uh, so let's let's uh let's address the elephant in the room. Um, and we haven't actually recorded anything for Cantrips and Cocktails in like six months because life, oh, <laughs> I think, is the man the the clearest uh, response to that. Um, yeah, I think really the the honest to god truth with it all is that um, I'll speak, speak from my own personal experience. In the six months since we were recording last. I found out I'm going to be a dad for the first time. And yeah. so that's been, it's been very exciting, but also, you know, where I'm like, oh God, I'm bringing a life into this world. What does that mean? Um, <laughs> so just my own, you know, bit of it. Uh, but then we, I mean, I think all four of us have had some kinds of like either things we're working on or things that are changing our lives. And so I'll let you guys talk about each of those. If you want to, you can also say like, Yep, I moved or something like that. But I mean, I think we've we've all had factors going into it. But if you guys want to share anything like that, please go ahead. Let's say, Colin, you go ahead and go first. You're the one with the most, I guess. Sure. Yeah, I guess I guess so. Second to that. Um, yeah, I finished grad school and moved halfway across the country. So, um, rocking life in Philadelphia now. Um, I guess for those who are curious what's going on with me. Um, so it's been a lot to pack up everything we owned and moved across the country. Uh, 22 hours, I think, in total in a, a U-Haul moving everything we owned. That was terrifying. Um but yeah, we're we're settled in and it's it's been quite a quite a learning curve getting used to living in the big city proper. But everything's going smooth. And uh how do you like Philly so far in the weeks and months you've lived there? Truly, it's been quite a fun place to live um compared to Oklahoma and back home um everything is walkable I can yeah. I can walk to the grocery store I can walk to so many different like restaurants there's uh like bulk soaps and like laundry detergent store in our neighborhood so like I, I don't awesome. have to drive which is nice because parking here is truly a nightmare yeah, it's like the the yin and the yang. It's like uh, walking here is so terrible. Everybody drives. 
and dry parking in Philly everybody is so terrible that everybody walks. Yup. Awesome. Well, uh, Landon, since you piped up, what's been going on with you, man? Yeah. Um, so since last we recorded, I have, um, I'm in my last, like the last home stretch for my grad school. Um, so fingers crossed, everything goes well. I graduate in May and, um, started a new job that I wasn't expecting. Um, but it, you know, I was totally expecting to like, just keep working at my internship and, uh, and then go job hunting after graduation and then had an opportunity to kind of pop up and they're like, can you start now <laughs> and we'll work with you on your school schedule and all that. I was like, yes, I'll, yeah, that sounds great. So dude. And, and honestly, a place that's like willing to do that is such a blessing. Honestly, yeah. that's great. Yeah. Um, Still really busy. It's been, it's yeah, been interesting sure. working on the, uh, you know, on the private side of things and really fast paced, but it's, it's been good. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, and, and uh, we moved. We moved. Yeah, I know. Uh, I was going to say, and not, <laughs> not across, not across country, just across town. <laughs> so, but yeah, it's all good. We're, awesome. we're, we're like 90% settled. So. I know, and uh, I see the green wall of your bedroom behind you. I really like yeah. that shade of green you guys picked. It's nice. Yeah, it's a nice, like, blue-green. <laughs> yeah, it's so. great. And last and least, our barbarian. <laughs> Ooh, the shade. You're, you're I'm just wrong. kidding. I haven't. I'm I mean, I really kidding. haven't had anything. You haven't. I've just been stuck at work. Dude, but you, I mean, you live work in the food service industry, restaurant yeah. all that and i mean that in itself is a whole beast especially when like it's hard to keep you know positions filled and everything yeah everything right now is a nightmare even though we're yeah. still on the better end of the situation it's still a nightmare i think that puts in perspective how bad it is for everyone you know when <laughs> yeah. you guys are in a good situation it's been as wild as it has been for you yeah so but i mean yeah i've just been busy with work and then uh getting some work done on the house because uh some bureaucrats in my home insurance company said hey you got a crack here you got to redo everything on the exterior of your house so i was like yay yeah i got to deal with banks that's always great well that's been about six minutes of us talking about ourselves and i think that we all hate doing that so now let's talk about our (laughs) D &D characters which is way more fun Um, So let's let's do a little bit of a season one recap because it's been six months, um, and our listeners, uh, I don't I, I know that we have some people who really like our story. I don't know if we have people who like our story enough to re-listen to all twenty six episodes of <laughs> season one. So that being said, true. Let's just do a little recap. Um, and by recap, I'm not I mean I'm not going to go over the plot. I mean we're more just going to talk about our stuff from season one. Uh, but so I do have a question for you guys, and if you guys are thinking on it, I have some stuff I'll. I'll mention, um, but do you guys have like a standout moment that you either for your character or for the story or for you guys as a group that just really stood out as like a, a top experience or top moment, favorite moment from that first season that we've recorded? Mm-hmm. One, just because it's fresh in my mind, I'm sure there, there there's a lot of moments that I love from season one, but this is more of an ongoing joke i guess uh but i was flipping through our instagram 
and came across the meme of Celtic just admit it was you helping us fight the gargoyles and it's just old Steve Rogers. No, I don't think I will. What are you talking about? It wasn't me. I'm just, I, I just clean up around the bar. And that, that is something, uh, with this new season coming out, I am committing myself to being better with our social media presence and actually posting <laughs> with a schedule and using something to help me keep track of that. Cause like, it would be like a new episode will come out or I'll like, I'll think of something. I'm like, Oh, I should really post that. And then I don't. <laughs> and it's like two oh, weeks later that. and I'm like, Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> I should have done that. But yeah, no, I loved, I loved uh Celtics just like, I don't know. I'd say it went on for like five or six episodes, just staunch. Like, Nope. Wasn't me. <laughs> like yep. refusal to admit it was great. I'd say that or Dave. It was Dave, right? The, the vengeful oh. bandit. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Totally not the big bad. <laughs> Yeah, Dave from the uh, from the Free Riders. Oh yeah, that, that was one of those. I thought it was just gonna be like a nice little like. Well, we were using a random counter, you know, generator at that point, so I didn't know what was gonna happen. Yeah. I just like was like, oh, this many bandits show up, and you guys did this whole thing. I was like, well, Dave might come back with a vengeance later <laughs> on. We'll see what happens there. Totally wasn't a uh, point of strife and argument between. Uh, yeah. I think people. that. We uh, <laughs> like your characters had some conversation about, it, but I think outside of it, like we like had a real like serious conversation about like guys that was fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Everyone in our friend group gave me so much shit for so long for that, including my own wife. <laughs> dude, you just straight up mur- murder hobo to dude. Like, We're not rehashing this. <laughs> what about you, Ben? What do you have any standout moments from season one? Oh, it was gonna be that or uh, the. Uh, the other one, which doesn't paint me in as such of a bad light, uh, is going to be the let's lob a uh, fire elemental into a giant frenzy of people and immediately lose control of it two seconds later. That was pretty great. <laughs> that was uh, that was peak salty being salty in that moment. Here's the thing: like that could have been such a badass way to turn the tide of that encounter. And I was like, man, if this goes your all's way, like I'm gonna have to rethink like what I thought was going to happen in the direction of the show. Cause I was like, cause then like, cause part of the reason why we were doing all that was cause we realized based on the schedule for a while, like all three of us probably, or all three, all three of you plus me probably couldn't get together to record like we normally would. And so I was like, okay, well I'm going to separate Ben and make like a little side story for Ben. So I'd kind of already decide on that. I was like, we'll make it work. And then I like, I was thinking that they're thinking, I was like, stressed. I was like, oh my God, if I can't separate Ben from the party because of this fire elemental, I have to come up with some other, like probably lame <laughs> reason why Kane, like, I'm like, oh, and then Kane got like fire flu from the fire elemental. He's sick for like three weeks, you know, or something like, I was like, what the hell am I going to come up with? In that As situation? a player, I would have been very upset with that. <laughs> it's like, oh, I don't get my side story. I'm just sick. Cool. <laughs> but then... Landon felt failed the concentration roll and all worked out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. For me, not I, for I you guys. still I still think that was like the that was the the optimum for like flavor and just like based on our situation, I think that was the correct play. Yeah. The I, dice well, just think, said this is gonna be more fun. Yeah. I think that's like leaning into the like the the cool like the weird funny like things that can happen with a story when you don't min max a character you just yeah because selty if you're gonna min max a cleric your concentration should be pretty high and i did not do that with selty and so like it worked out 
I wasn't yeah, happy yeah. about it, but it worked out. Yeah, it all, it all worked out, and then you guys are together again. Uh, no, and that's a really good point. And that's what I think I really love about these three characters you guys are playing is that they're built more around the intention of narrative and telling a certain story with a certain type of person and character in mind rather than like, like, yeah, Kane is super strong, but Ben didn't build Kane to just be like an absolute, like, you know, tank. Um, I mean, let's talk about, you know, you wanting to prioritize increasing your charisma during this, this little interlude, you know? Um, so that's pretty cool. Um, Colin, what about you? Did you have a favorite standout moment? Yeah, so there there are two that kind of come to mind. Um, the first is, I guess, and that that's more of a series, a, a sequence of moments. But uh, Varus discovering his passion for cooking is, yes. is pretty fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for me, yeah, yeah. Um, that's that's just been kind of a fun. Like you know, this this wasn't at all an intended path. It just kind of the opportunity presented itself and. I've been rolling with it and it's been fun. Um, yeah. But then the other one that stands out to me, um, just from like us all rolling dice together, is uh, the visions from the Great Diviner. Because mm. I remember like in that session, it was kind of like our normal dynamic of us just kind of like you know we're we're playing we're taking it seriously, but there's some kind of like eyes and like jokes being made like with eyes across the table as we're kind of you know enjoying the time together and as soon as that whole sequence started like the air completely shifts and all three of us are like dead focused on our notes like writing trying to get this all down like oh shit this is like this is important this is dope and that was just like a really cool moment yeah yeah i know you mean and like with that like i'll say the, the visions and like the visions coming back to your character so that was something i wanted to repeat throughout the season um, when it made sense, but, um, that was also something too. Like I never, like, I felt like the visions came in at the right time in the story for you yeah. guys. Like, cause I felt like when you guys were going into that monastery and kind of starting that dungeony crawl through the monastery. Um, and I always had this plan, but I was really like, I was like, I'm glad this is coming. Cause I felt like, I was like, I feel like you guys have gotten your characters starting to get comfortable with each other, which is a good thing. And you guys are starting to interact really well as a party. And I was like, so now is the perfect time to kind of throw the wrench in the machine that they're building and see how they react. Um, and so that's what I had a lot of fun with. Um, the visions. And then, like, yeah, like, Colin, like, like, I loved, I love it when in those moments of you guys, like, clearly having fun, having a good time, playing D&D together. And those, like, oh, crap moments happen. It's like, oh, we're still playing D&D. It's just, like, it's a tone shift. Um, mm-hmm. and so for me, like trying to orchestrate that as a DM is like half the fun. Well, I, I will say from my end as a player, I never in a million years expected me to be the first, uh, player out of the group to have the sad backstory reveal in front of everybody <laughs> first. <laughs> yeah. It just kind of happens, man. You know, it just kind of happens. I was just like, well, okay, I'm going down this route. Yeah, all right. <laughs> I knew though that I knew that Kane's backstory was kind of kind of play a, a, a kind of be more at the forefront in the first season, just because um, out of ev- all all three of you, Kane, you're the only one who's really on his home turf on, in Ubiquitous. Uh, the other two are, you know, um, have moved there. Now, granted, you know, Celty had been there for a while, but still, she didn't really have any like firm connections or story ties on the continent. Um, 
but now your aunt Olivia's here and that's going to be a fun thing to see what happens. <laughs> oh, it's forward. so much fun. Yeah. Well, anyways, is there, before we wrap this up, uh, so we're going to just make this kind of short. Do you guys have any questions for me? Any burning questions that I may perchance answer for you? There, I don't think there were a whole lot of uh, threads you guys left unresolved. When are we getting plushies? <laughs> that, that's not my department. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'd love plushies, though. That'd be great. I'm not going to lie. If any of our uh, like listeners are do make plushies, let me know, because I've been actually looking to, into like getting custom plushies made for each of us. That'd be pretty cool. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> but no, uh, sorry. It's cool. You I guys also don't have to have questions for me. I'm okay with keeping. All what was your things. favorite moment in the in the season one? Oh god, my favorite moment. Um, I I loved the um, and this might seem like such a minor thing, but the episodes of you all leaving. Port Mara with Professor Fellows and doing the traveling to find the monastery and it was like the random encounters. I loved that mainly because like I had a table of what could happen, but I had no idea what was actually going to happen. I didn't know what your all's reactions were. So for me, that was a lot of fun because like, yeah, D&D is like playing off each other, but I felt like I got to improvise a lot more than normal, which was, a, was terrifying, but was also a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, and to see the way that like, on the stuff that I like set up, like the random encounters in the, I think it was like an episode and a half or two episodes about that. We did it. Um, like the random encounters and how you guys like dealt with the situations. And the one that comes to mind is like the cow in the middle yeah. of the road. <laughs> That's the one that yeah. sticks out for me. Yeah. Like, uh, like I just, and like the only thing I wrote on that was like, there's a cow in the middle of the road. It won't move. Like that's, that was like the only, the only thing I wrote for that <laughs> random encounter. And then seeing you guys like, you know, figure out what to do with it. Uh, you know, she guys got off the road and I was like, well, if it won't move, then maybe like after a little bit, it just goes back to the middle of the road. <laughs> so we came back and I guess I had to deal with that. So I'd say that's like doing that. That was a lot of fun. Uh, and then also just kind of things about some of my characters, my NPCs that I made for you all that um, I didn't even know about them until I was like role playing as them. I'm like, oh, this is an aspect of this character I wasn't expecting. And so a big uh, one that I think if people have been listening and paying attention, they might have picked up on it. Um it wasn't until I was like really like playing as her and interacting with your characters as her. Um, but I never set out for Simone to have any sort of feelings toward Varus at all. Um, and then <laughs> as, and then, and you know, and this is still very much in its infancy, but if you're paying attention, you can kind of see it in some of the later episodes, I think. Um, and I was like, Oh my God. Like, yeah. I was like, Simone has a bit of a crush on Varus and, and she doesn't even, she's not even sure really why, you know, cause everything and no offense, Colin, uh, but everything about <laughs> Varus is like, he's like pampered pretty boy Magoo. And she's like, you know, this badass you know, wizard in a foreign land, you know, doing all this stuff. But for whatever reason she likes Varus, she's finds him appealing for whatever reason. Um, so is that one? I also did not expect uh, Craw, the Goblin Butler, to be such an uh, <laughs> steadfast have, character. I don't know. You made him a teleporting goblin. <laughs> of course, we were gonna <laughs> latch onto him. Who says his name? He says his name like Craw. 
to yeah of course he's gonna yeah. be <laughs> yeah uh well and that was that was one too where i was like i was like i mean like this is a wizard tower so like i can do some weird stuff and i was like i've always loved the idea of like a teleporting goblin that just appears at the most inconvenient times <laughs> um and so i always imagined craw being like you know simone like is like you know just waking up and like he appears and like you know is trying to like help her with things throughout the day and she's like crawl I literally just woke up <laughs> like things like that you know he just kind of appears like in opportune times. So I was about to say you made us fall for like the D and D meme bait of just like wanting to adopt a goblin. <laughs> Yep, <laughs> <laughs> because he's a teleporting goblin. Well, and so since when I saw you, how much you guys loved Craw, like I was like, well, now I need to like flush out this guy's backstory in case anyone ever asks him like what his deal is. So I now like read a little like like side backstory for yes. Craw if it ever comes up. So, yes. but um, you know, now that we've talked about the teleporting goblin butler, I'm gonna say that's probably it for our recap episode. No, oh. um, so. You guys listening, bear with us. We're actually, as soon as we stop recording this, we're going to record our first episode. And very soon, we will have new episodes of Cantrips and Cocktails out there for everyone who listens to here. Um, Thanks for sticking with us, guys. And we will see you soon. (laughs) 